0: Hi everybody, and welcome to Telich Talks. Bo Marchanti of Niles, Ohio, has an amazing streak going that has consumed half of his life. The ultramarathoner, who has completed numerous 50 and 100 mile ultramarathons, has run at least three miles every day for 25 years straight. Every day, no exceptions. Now, very early in 1998, He started the streak, and folks, it is still going strong. Bo and I shared some trail miles in the Cuyahoga Valley National Park, and then we sat down to just chat a little bit about the whys. Why do this incredible streak, and what does long-distance running and running in general do for Bo? And I also figured, perhaps, Bo could inspire some of our listeners with this being the time of the year when those New Year's resolutions are made. So what follows, folks, is Bo Marchante, the streaker.
1: Bo knows running. <laughs> and we're not talking Bo Jackson. Yeah. We're talking Bo Marchanti, Niles, Ohio. Bo, you have a huge day coming up early January. And it's hard for me to wrap my mind around what you have done for the past almost 25 years. What was the impetus for it?
2: Well, um, at the time, uh, well, you're talking late 90s. Uh, Cal Ripken was the the name. He was the if Iron Man loves, baseball player. He part. was, and that streak that he had in terms of not missing games, that whole Iron Man thing, that kind of set in motion. Maybe I could do that. Put some days together. And that was the initial record to beat his days, and I, I remember I don't remember what the I think it was like five thousand days, um, but that's how it started. And prior to that, I ran not not every day. I might run like seven or eight days in a row. I think i think like sixteen days was the longest, but it just wasn't in the mindset. And then uh, and then it, it's kind of grown. And I never thought we'd be at this point. Something that started on the fourth mm-hmm. of nineteen ninety eight, January fourth, and we'd be here at the end of 2022 and uh, you know and we we spoke we went running before we did yeah. the pod and it's a blessing you, you you can't reach anything like this unless you you know you're not blessed uh psalms 34 7 delight yourself in the lord he'll give you the desires of your heart and I, I think that's a little bit to it knock on wood uh you know the big guy keeps me going because i love it i do love it um my mother-in-law asked me the other day she goes there's just some days you just don't want to go and yeah the days i really don't want to go is when i can't go like i want to go like i'm confined i have to work i have things to do i'm i'm you're know, limited on time and i can't like today we're in cuyahoga you know what I mean? Yeah. Like today's a freedom day. It's you know, if I gotta rush home and pick up the kids or do something like that, there's just like it's just the rush. That's when it's just more aggravation. I wanna go, but sure. I'm spoiled. I'm I'm selfish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're you're fifty years of age. We're going back twenty-five years to when you started it, but let's go back even further, Bo. Was athletics much in your past as a, you know, teenager and, and what have
2: um, you? Um, I played soccer, soccer, uh, you know, and, and we played all the backyard sports. And I, you know, I think I did a, like seventh, eighth grade football. But I was always small, so it wasn't like I was ever gonna be the the guy or but it wasn't. I wasn't, I sure. wasn't Barry Sanders to begin with. So it wasn't gotcha. like they were missing out on some electrifying athlete. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I you know I played and I was always active. Uh, there was never a point in my life where uh you know uh just being active playing sports uh pick up basketball games at the y we did that every you know school nights uh and basically we only went to high school or we went to school just so we could find out what pickup game we were going to have afterwards who was meeting us here and and, you know, we'd go about, and I mentioned while we were running earlier, uh, when I met my wife and while we were dating, uh, she was active, fit, um, we'd go to the YMCA, work out, do all those things, and she was jabbing me that, you know, I couldn't run with her, and I couldn't keep up with her, and, <laughs> you know, we went out one day, and, it, you know, it was, I you know, it was faster or whatever, and, and uh, that kind of just sparked a little, you know, thing, and, and I would, you know, go run half a mile, maybe not run for four days, and run a mile, and then I I got on a loop. I had like a little three point two five loop or something, a little over a five k or something like that. But okay. And at home, in Niles, and uh, I would do that particular lap. That was that was my lap. I mean, and and then as the streak grew, I did that, and then. Well, what were your visions
1: of it when you started it?
2: The streak? Yeah. I, you know, I, John, I really didn't have any visions in terms of just uh, going out every day and just just doing it. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, my first marathon uh, – well, that was prior to the streak, but um, I think the miles started to really change maybe when I attempted my first 50. And uh, that was – Folks, we're talking about a 50-miler. Yeah, and uh, that's that's when I I knew that running three miles a day wasn't going to cut it. You know, I did marathons before, but uh, I just – I knew this had to kind of change. And that really changed the, the – really uh magnified my trail running my distance everything along those lines and I, I guess that's when i'd like to say i become like a serious runner or a, you know i really took it up a level i guess i was sure you know say a preschool kid, and i kind of took it up to that college degree type uh level mm-hmm. in my world in my world you know sure. in our worlds you know i mean you know i i love formula one racing so on I every I always like to think of Who's myself. Who's your favorite uh, driver? Well, I well, you know what uh, Nelson Piquet was back in the eighties, the and then uh, I rooted for Schumacher, um, and uh, my daughter uh, she got me a cup for Christmas this past year. It says I like Max and anyone who wrecks in the Hamilton. So. We'll leave it at that.
1: Okay. <laughs> so you did, uh, we're getting off
2: the, not, not
1: really off <laughs> yeah. the beaten path. Did you watch the Netflix uh, yeah, uh, series? Yeah, I've watched it. I've, I've loved yeah, that.
2: Yeah, Love it. Yeah, I, I, I am, I, I've loved it. Again, I was, Formula One was, again, back in the ESPN, back in the 80s. I mean, you had to wake up on Sunday morning in the middle of the night to watch a Formula One race. Uh, so, you know, but I, I always think I'm the car. And I, if I have a good roar on I always tell my wife I put the car on pole today you know and uh, and then some days you know sometimes you just you just drive the car the best you can he just has no handling the tires are shot and you wonder what? Yeah, what am yeah. i doing out here you're just, where's my traction you're just, yeah you're just like i've never ran a day in my life you you know you've done this enough there's just some days that nothing's right yeah. and then there's other days and your mind my mind and we talked about that speed out there when we were running this morning yeah you, it's all relative man you feel like you know that hotel speed hotel hallway speed yeah, like right. man yeah. i am hussein bolt fast and you know and then a real person a real runner comes past you at mach 4 and you're like oh yeah i'm running a seven minute eight minute mile so
1: yeah i uh and and it is even funny because before we set up our our little meet here at the Cuyahoga valley to run some trails you were texting me you know i hope i don't hold you back i go sir i'm almost 70 years of age i guarantee you a guy that's been running this streak for 25 years um i'm not you know you're 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 gonna be stopping and waiting for me but it was great a lot of fun to 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 be able to share some miles with you on on the trails there's had to be just some wild occurrences along the way as you started this streak you get past like year one all right that's 365 days but now we're I can't even multiply 25 times 365, but here we are. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, um I know we're. Oh, I just looked, so it's I think we're like 9,001. I know one. We're either 125 or 126, I think today, somewhere around there. So, uh, yeah, you know, it was like the 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 Cal, the Cal Ripken was good. That was kind of like the original goal, and then you look to do another year. Then when you're starting to close in on 10 or maybe the 5,000 day, like there was little marks, you know, you, you know, you always those little plateaus. And, and uh, like we had a party this past August, cause that was the 9,000th day. Okay. that was a, you know, and, and then I, uh, you know, you knew, you know, 25 was right around the corner in terms of years. And, but it, it's, it's fun. And, and, and now I hope, uh, you know, I, and then on the flip side, like, you know, thousand yard rushers, I, um, I, I have usually on Instagram, I'll go back. And when I pass, I re, if I remember. I'll go past and uh, I'll take a picture and Photoshop it into my run, but I'll uh, say my days are equivalent to say uh, you know uh, Otis Anderson or uh, you know whatever yeah. rusher that I was like uh, yeah, I, Charles White or uh, I think I forget who the next one is, but I, I have I have some I think Amon Green might be the next guy to the past, so I got I got some time before I get to Amon Green.
1: Explain to folks that may be just out there walking a quarter of a mile or even are thinking about because we're speaking at that time of the year when the calendar switches over and a lot of people are thinking of making something anew they want a a fresh look at their life maybe get into shape and they always come out with I'm gonna get into shape I'm gonna do something what's the impetus for someone to just have a small goal that ultimately could turn into something much much greater and you feel so much better
2: yeah you know I I I think it's do what works best for you Um, maybe don't bite off more than you can chew because then you're gonna get discouraged and on the opposite you know if you're somebody that has the stamina or the ability to just sign up and or do whatever the goal is and attack it then move forward from that but I think sometimes people they get so uh, over their head and hey I'm gonna do this and I you know hey you know okay it's January 1st uh, and I'm gonna run my first 5k in February I'm gonna run this you know, and life does happen, and a lot of people aren't as fortunate to maybe have time to get away. So th- I just don't get discouraged. Don't make your goals. And I, I this is the wrong way to say it. Make your goals big, but make your goals attainable, so you can attain. Like bite size. Yeah, and bite then and balls. then you can start to devour things. I mean, I, I don't know if we were talking during the show or now, but you know, it, for me it was just a little, you know, a, a mile, a half mile, three miles for. 10 years, and I, I told you before my first marathon, I ran six miles. I just thought, well, that's how far I'll run, and we'll find out how it goes. <laughs> it's just so it's just How'd that day go by the way. It went well, <laughs> yeah. I finished, I mean, I finished, I think it was like 350 or so. I you know, but I didn't care. And even the hundreds, we've talked about the hundred milers, you know. Um, my best time's 24 hours, and my worst is 29. But I promise everybody out there, there is, I, I do not, I call them Super Bowls. You, you know what? I got five rings, and each one means something different and the time for me personally I, I've, I'm, I, I don't care about the time. it's more about the journey like today what we got to experience on the trail sharing you know who you are and almost you just, wiping out several times in yeah, the muck well, that would have been awful. <laughs> that would have really ruined the day. was yeah I'm, I'm folks you have to
1: I'm, I'm carrying a, a cell phone with the, the gimbal and yeah. trying to shoot some video of you while we were running that was that was a bit of a dance but a lot of fun to share the miles with you. Do you ever get discouraged i mean you do you, you seem like such an upbeat guy
2: well after i'm you know i guess it's that i after uh, dnf i do okay like, you know uh, folks that means a, i did, did not enough, finish yeah uh you know my first 100 uh, i did two burning rivers and then the third you know you just like oh i did one and then i did the other one i'm just come do another one and then you quickly learn that that's not the case and that dwells on my mind you know every day I would wake up and not every day in some misery state but yeah it 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 eats at my head and my brain and I I think most ultras or I think it does to everybody at least from the folks I talked to and uh I told you I went to Tunnel Hill in 2021 and got 65 miles in and uh you know I had fantastic time but from that point, from November 13th of 2021, the only thing on my mind was, all right, 2022. I'm, I got to do 100. I have to do it. And lucky enough, we, I was able to finish Canal Corridor 100 with the greatest crew ever, ever, ever. If you're listening, you guys ahead, know. Shout them out. Go on. Uh, uh, I. You know what? Uh. All right. Uh, well, my wife, the the anchor, the uh, heartbeat of it all, and uh, this. Goes, I can concur on that. The you bride, know, my, yeah, my you wife know, Jane, she's um, my crew, and she's the best. Uh, Sam and Tracy Patilla were the first people to show up, right when that the body starts to, you know, the mind wants to go. Then my in-laws, uh, me, mom, pops, uh, they came, and then uh, mile forty-seven. That's when I could pick up my first pacer, uh, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Then I moved on to Sam. Uh, after Sam, I had. Tracy and then after Tracy I had my daughter Bella love you and then I picked her boyfriend up Seth and uh he's an Eagles fan so fly Eagles fly Seth <laughs> and then I picked up Barb uh my rock Barb yeah Barb She uh, she's paced me twice during hundreds and then uh my uncle Steve uh he he got we did the last 11 and then I also got to give a shout out to John Stevens and then Tony Perrone, who's also been an a, a head crew guy for me for the BRs. Uh, and if I missed anybody, we're, we're in Cuyahoga uh, talking, and it's just a spur of the moment. So if you guys know if I missed you, you know I love you guys. Internal debt. People
1: have to really uh, appreciate and understand where you're coming from. Th- from when you shouted out your crew or the paces that you've had and I could sit there and list yes. a lot as well my wife Jane I call her the bride it's you know ha. we're going on 47 years this wow. coming summer That's and so she's you, she's God. been my crew chief for any one of the uh, any one of the real long races I've done and she always has had the most enormous amount of belief in what i'm capable of doing and you have
2: the are blessed to have i believe the same kind of yeah and and you know i mean seeing their faces uh you know you mentioned when your son did your uh the triathlon with you for the first time i being like i saw it in your eyes like yeah that's that that's it was priceless and you know just because it's him something so special to you that they're embracing and supporting you or you guys can feed off each other and uh that's what i that's what i i like the most is just the camaraderie of it and all the people you meet on the trails and you know the running community especially here um you know so many great people that put so many wonderful events together and keep this thing
1: alive we are super blessed here in in northeast ohio and and that's why i I thought it was just so awesome that i could get together with Bo today (laughs) not just share some miles on the trails and get all muddy and what have you but to just uh you know, kind of set your, your reset your clock. Whoever you are, if you're listening to this, reset your clock and know that there's just so many things that are possible. It doesn't have to be running three miles a day for 25 straight years. It could just be walking around the block two days in a row, and then next thing you know, it's a week later and you're still at it, and you start to feel better. The blood pressure starts to come down. All of those types of things, and we see countless stories of that uh, in the ultra-running landscape, whether it's David Goggins, who used to be a 300-pound guy who has so many issues and and emotional uh, things that he dealt with. Now he's one of the toughest people on the planet and a best-selling author for the second straight time, and there's just so many stories of inspiration. I think you are definitely one of those. Um, So they're gonna make a big to-do about you hitting 25 years and are you the
2: reluctant hero in this thing or what (laughs) i guess i well barb barb was the backbone of it she you know she is you know if i I put it this way if you ever do another ultra ask barb because she is a fire plug of energy i mean she just she brings it and she uh, i mean my wife will tell me each day like barb is just her passion like you know i'm probably gonna get a jumbo jet out of this i mean she's just she's calling boeing she's like hey my buddy's running 25 years give him a boeing 767 or something so she's just awesome yeah no it's fortunate i'm glad and again it's just the part of the you know friends and family and just hanging out and celebrating it and um i I plan on doing 25 miles on the the, the anniversary's next week on the fourth the party's on the seventh and uh if you know me if you want to um Reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram. Um, Bo loves running on Instagram, I guess. If you, and, and we could come, join us. But I'm going to do 25 miles, and then we have, like, a loop. And I uh, plan on doing, like, a one mile with different people. That's kind of cool. And, the people yeah, that have touched you over yeah, the course of these and then, and then, so many years. Yep, and if I have to walk, um, you, know, you, know, yep. you know, people who can't run, they want to do it, we'll walk. Um, you know, and just to, just to kind of sharing that moment because uh, you know it's fun, it's it's exciting. I'm, ex- I'm excited. I am excited now that it's it's here. Um, well, I was, you should be, man. Yeah. It's a it's a heck yeah. of an accomplishment. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I'm just again, you just I'm just ble- I'm blessed. You can't do without the blessing. That's I, right. There's no other way to say it. You, right? I just uh, a wrong turn. I mean, I've had my ailments. I've had COVID twice. Of, uh, you know, I thought I broke my ankle one time. Got How did home. you tackle the COVID uh, the streak during the COVID? <sighs> Well, again, I obviously guess
1: obviously you you went outside, stayed away from people, or, or was you run around the furnace? The I basement? was uh,
2: I went on train tracks.
1: <laughs> okay, you know nobody's gonna mess with you there. No, right? and unless it's, Other it's, a whole, than it's a train. Yeah,
2: so yeah, or some guy is you know uh, you know gonna murder me. So no, I did the train tracks. It was hard. Uh, my you know my mindset was attack it, um, but it was the first time was. Uh, not rough, but uh, you know, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go out and do 10 miles today. And <laughs> got out there, and I was like three miles in. And I'm like, we better hope you make it. I'm just gonna make it, but like, you're not going no 10 miles today. And you just adjust accordingly yeah, turn around and just get back and be happy you got six, you know. And so it, it, it was rough. It, you know, the mind goes, wants to go farther than the body was capable. The second time, I, it, it, it for me, knock on wood it was it was nothing i i i did my normal uh you know running did the train tracks i was getting my miles in and uh it was but the second time was good but you know we always have aches and pains uh my wife yeah so yeah my wife says uh, you know she you should cross country you should i go do you know how many lawsuits i would i would be fired in one day you know it'd be 100 degrees it's not hot enough huh negative 50 it's not cold enough what's wrong no, go. Your your ankle hurts? Your ankle doesn't hurt. So yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't be the best coach for that stuff because there'd be no, uh, right? You catch any uh, uh, naysayers, haters that'll
1: say, hey, you you know you're you're not doing your body any good by not mi- by always running
2: every day of the yeah. Years. You get that. You you do get some people that you know say that. Um, I, I like running with my shirt off. I just like you know if it was sunny with the sun on my skin. Uh, there's like that 35 degree air okay and i'll like you know i'll text you next time and it's like that and i'll tell you john the, the air speaking to my soul like it it's i just i want it, it just and i like being in it you know people think you know i, I listen i wish i had like giant muscle arms and a six pack i'm not doing it because i look like adonis I, I don't you know i'm a 50 year old guy that's five feet tall so i just say just no i just like running the you know, some people think you're showing off uh-uh you know if it was up to me you would never see me running besides my facebook posts or instagram posts uh, i'd just be out in the woods or somewhere traveling the world if i really was you know that sure. fortunate and you would just see my photos and you never even see me in person but yeah. yeah just but very fun most people are nice ah uh, run force run I've, if i had yeah yeah remember i joked my ferrari Yes, and your go, ferrari, but it looks that- like a hyundai <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be a ferrari if i had a dollar
1: for every time i heard exactly ferrari, so. yes um did you there's a there's a gentleman in uh in England who wrote a book uh, uh about uh, he he replicated all of the Forrest Gump treks oh. that he had over those the course coming from going from Maine, you know, down to the southwest and what have you. And his takeaway from everything was is that, you know, people are very much in wonder of what you're doing. When they see you out there and, yeah, there's a few haters here and there. But for the most part, uh, when they come to understand what you're doing and the spirit of which you're coming from, uh, they respect that
2: for the most part. Yeah. You get that? I get that. And I, 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 I just think passing it forward, just being a positive vibe, uh, you know, I very, very rarely do I get haters. but. Again, if a guy running with his shirt off is going to ruin your day, man, like maybe you need to go for a run or something, right? I mean, it's yeah. it's just it's you know most of the time though it is supportive, uh, and you know and I just I feed off of every I just you know like you're you know you said you turned seventy this year you're out there on the trails. like while we're out there, I'm like man, I hope I'm able to do what you're doing when I'm there. I hope I make it there, but you know you're active and you talked about all the things you did, uh, yeah. But I just I you know I, I'm again i i told my wife i I'm, I'm a domestic cat who wishes he was a mountain lion that's <laughs> and I, I you know i i want to do what alex Honnold. i want a free climb I never will yeah i couldn't but i never would either but you know all those people that push these boundaries i just admire it and you know and and real quick you talked about the new year's day uh yeah for those people out there if you you know you want to do anything if running's not your thing, and you mentioned swimming, biking, walking, uh, sure. racquetball, bat—I mean pickleball—is just anything a thing to just it. get active and just allow your mind to just free itself of the everyday life, um, you know, and because you know people. Don't like running some people don't like it and it's what they want to do to get fit or get in shape or don't we joke that our
1: sport is what is your what is the punishment for many other sports yeah go
2: run a mile yeah yeah you did something wrong yeah you messed up i'll be glad to yeah and that's our mindset you know (laughs) yeah yeah everybody out there next time you see a school bus with young kids get off it the first they all run yeah they get off the bus and run and then somewhere (laughs) along the lines that because like you said becomes sports punishment and we lose that luster to just go and uh but again just stay healthy anyways i mean i just you you mentioned it 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 is so therapeutic it's so uh you'll just experience so many things you're out in the fresh air um and be safe you know don't put yourself in harm's way but right right you know that what do you do for a living um, well, I work for the city, um, and uh, I got another year before I retire, thank God. And then uh, I also, for the last 15, 20 years, um, I've worked uh, um, with uh, draft websites. I've scouted with the CFL, with the Blue Bombers. Okay. Um, and uh, so that's, that keeps me busy. Uh, a lot of avenues there that I would like to pursue full-heartedly um, when I can actually really put the hammer down. Um it's pretty know. natural to
1: be scouting that sport, being a Niles guy, because oh, yeah. football is just so ingrained in yeah. in the Steel Valley and, and the kids that grew up there. Yeah, I mean, yourself uh, included. Yeah. I'm assuming.
2: Yeah, like Bro Ryan stayed, and Bo Ryan was from Niles. Uh, you know, the LSU. Yeah. Passed away. Uh, but yeah, big football community, and again, just the, the game itself, and it's just fun. Uh, like I said, it's hopefully uh, some things pr- uh, transpire. Afterwards, but you know, being where I'm at in life, you know, uh, you know, uh, wife, kids, mm-hmm. uh, pension, yeah. you know, all those <laughs> things, you know, uh, you know. In a, the first year at the Bombers, uh, there was a, a moment where I, I uh, somebody left to go to the Jets, and I, I could have kind of maneuvered into that particular spot. At the time, we were one and five. Um, Doug uh, Dillier, our quarterback, tore his ACL, and uh you know the guy above me said, well, "I think we're all getting canned." so it so wasn't the best move my luck they go uh what we went 11 and 7 11 yeah. and 6 make the playoffs and then uh, the blue bombers have won uh, uh two of the last four uh gray cups yeah. absent of the COVID year and we were in the great cup this past year so uh but you know knock on wood uh you know hopefully something else comes along and uh kind of but and that can do it full, 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 time. full time yeah so
1: Let's but, talk maybe two or three qualities that a a, a good football player needs to possess. Uh, something that um, you know that you kind of hits you when you go scout for some talent.
2: Uh, heart, heart, hustle. You can't you can't uh, measure yeah, that? Uh, heart sight. and hustle. Um, maybe availability, um, durability. I guess. Uh, but I think those things are, you know. I and mean, we know the lobbies. I mean, you got to be fast. You got to Yeah. I mean, speed subcritical. So um, that you know, that's going to be one of the first things. But I, I think uh, a lot more guys who don't have all those unimaginable athletic traits, if you have the heart, and you have the hustle, mm-hmm. and you have that mindset to, you know, never fail. I, I think those are the guys who succeed. Um, I'm reading a great book by uh, Jim Wexel from, uh, he wrote a book on the Steelers draft, the history of from how it started, and you know, you, you hear those, uh, you know, all the historic black colleges back in the day, like yeah. in 74 when they went and they got, you know, the no, LC Blunts, Gre- Joe the Greens yep. and all those guys, and you know, some of them, uh, you know, they, they might not have had the crazy, crazy things, but they just saw something on tape, and I think it's just that, I mean, you know I would say the Steelers saw the heart in the hospital, but. You know, those those things, but they just knew that these guys were gritty and they, they were their type of guys. I uh, uh, anger people when I go to speak to groups, and I've spoken
1: <laughs> to a lot of uh, organizations over these so many years. I often point towards the Pittsburgh Steelers being among the best franchises, not just in football, but in sports. I mean, their their consistency is laudable, and I think if you're a Browns fan and you hate that I even say that, you should... <laughs> just take a look towards Berea they have a long way to go to be as consistent as the Pittsburgh Steelers and you're not supposed to say that in Cleveland but it's the truth it really is they the way they've done business and I could give you a real quick personal story my first week on the job 1980 I'm sent to Pittsburgh to cover the Steelers at a practice and I got to the facility I got to the uh, headquarters there went into the lobby with my camera guy and we sat down the PR guy came over introduced himself real nice guy he said uh, I'll come back and get you in 20 minutes will be able to talk to Terry Bradshaw a few others I believe God rest his soul Franco Harris we're waiting all of a sudden this older gentleman walks by smoking a cigar it's got overalls on those big coke bottle glasses and he came and introduced himself to me it was mr art rooney the man that is and was the Pittsburgh Steelers. and he said you who are you i said i'm john tellage i'm a reporter from cleveland ohio the cbs tv station channel eight and uh this is my first time talking to uh professional football players i'm very new to the job ah. and he said well we're gonna have a good day for you man. Oh, you wonderful. guys just drove here from cleveland are you hungry you want a sandwich and I oh no mr rooney you don't have to do it. oh he says oh come on son you got to be hungry i said okay sir uh he's, you want some bologna i'll make you a bologna sandwich mr art rooney made me and the <laughs> cameraman bologna sandwiches so that's a great while we story. sat there and waited to talk to his football players and i was like Wow, you know, and that's so, a of that's a uh, again, amazing story. I'm, I'm not a Steeler fan, I'm still a Cleveland kid, but I recognize um how uh organizations should be run and they haven't really changed the way they've done business all these years. Yeah. Know? And they have been pretty consistent and uh they don't hire a lot of coaches, they get consistency and, and they and the proof is out there on the field.
2: Yeah, I know their media's covering them for the last fifteen years, uh being there. Um, no, they're they're an amazing group. Uh, just they treat us so kindly. Uh, and as you said, uh, you know when Mr. Dan, when Dan Mr. Rooney passed, uh, you know he was just, just so unassuming. So as you, I, th- I think he inherited that trait where you just, you know, just you know you're standing there in St. Vincent's College watching you know yeah. training camp, and the next thing you know he's standing next to you, and just so you know you're like dan rooney you're sitting next to me and you're asking me what i think or you know like hey look at yeah. uh, some. you're just like you know this is so awesome you know there's that moment where you know you're you're a fan again or yeah. you're just you're you know you, you i mean you i mean 41 42 years in the business and all the things that you achieved uh i'm sure there was moments where it was boring and just the run of the mill every day but there were probably other moments when yeah uh with that said, what, what, what was one of those moments where you did have uh, that, like, wow, this is? Yeah, uh, well,
1: I certainly was blessed to cover the you know, the, the NBA championship for the Cavaliers. Uh, can recall seeing a young LeBron James, you know, in high school. Those are the wow moments. Uh, the Cavalier years when Lenny was the head coach, Lenny Wilkins, and you had Brad and, and Mark Price. Uh, my team. first year covering sports in Cleveland not to make this about me but was the year of the cardiac kids so oh. it was 1980 and they had a great run up until they lost in the Red Right 88 uh, which can't, comes I believe almost on the exact date uh, at least on the calendar in January that your streak is going to hit 25 <laughs> years but um Blessed with so many, you know, cool characters. The Indians finally getting into the playoffs in 1995 after so many years wandering the desert. And, um, of course, uh, before getting to Cleveland, I covered the Olympics in 1980 in uh, Lake Placid, oh, wow. Miracle on Ice. and those You things. saw so, that? Uh, so, uh, yes. And so a lot of great... Uh, you know, opportunities. But, you know, getting back to, uh, you know, uh, to those Steelers, I have to give them credit. And, and uh, it's not even begrudgingly. I just say that, you know, they have done things the right way for many of these years. And I think Browns fans would come back and say, well, of course, Chuck Knoll was a Cleveland guy. Uh, Coach Cowher was a Browns assistant. But no, it's, it's the way they do business in Pittsburgh and how they scout, how they get their talent, how they sign them, their philosophy. Um, very good coaching, and and the proof is there. Even this year, they've had so many issues at quarterback and what have you, and and yet you know they're struggling, but they're they're doing better than the Cleveland team with a lot more talent. So yeah, you know, tip your cap uh, to them. Well, let's put a button okay. or a, a pin on this uh, and get back to a little bit more talk about running uh, before we can sign off. And I, I appreciate your time, Bo. Um, what's up on the horizon for you? Do you have any? Uh, big long ultra marathons uh, coming up
2: for you nothing uh nothing there's nothing uh it's my granted you're talking 365 a year but i might do one or two races a year and usually it's just kind of like a just a test to see where i'm at maybe just to mm-hmm. you know you could and uh but yeah we got the 100 out of the way in october so the, as i enter 2023 uh, i got a clear head there's no pressure uh, and you know if something pops up, um, maybe do like the Buckeye 30 or the or what Buckeye the Buckeye, Buckeye 50, the Buckeye yeah, 50 Buckeye or something. Um, but something something like that, something small. Um, maybe my wife will want to do another half marathon somewhere. Um, you know, I, I when we did that race in Utah when she went to Brian's Head. I said literally, I go, you you your one race is going to cost us per mile about three hundred dollars per mile i go i've run every day i go i go like i'm da- or my races cost me like mile wise my hunt like maybe like 13 cents so so yeah wherever he, she goes she's gonna make it a big extravagant run so we're you know you finish at the top of the eiffel tower they to get your buckle or some stuff so you know i'm just happy doing the uh buckeye 50 but <laughs> no, no but no offense to the sure. buckeye 50 but you know it's just the you know i'm
1: just blessed i'm living living with and married to a woman that s- sees no limits into what is possible to even try and doesn't mean you're going to be successful but to allow the mind to go to that place where you can say i'd like to try that and a good example would be i think it's 2015 i ran the black hills 100 yeah. and i didn't finish it uh and there was this little woman uh <laughs> firebrand tough young gal uh, lady <laughs> Uh, was my crew chief, my wife, the bride, and there she's in the mountains of South Dakota. Very little cell reception, and yet she was had ways of kind of keeping tabs on where I was, you know, on the course. And uh, I never, for, never forget all the assistance that she's given me. You, you sound and have already shown it during this interview, you feel the same way about the people that have, you know, that, that blessed you. So, it's really cool. And you are a
2: blessing. It's great talking to you, Bye. John. You are absolute blessing. I'm so glad we got to meet, and I hope we continue uh, this friendship, and uh, we can get out and do run, and go have dinner, or or just anything. Just uh, like I said, I think there's a lot more to just uh, this 30 minutes of. Uh, talking in our our, our four mile run it
1: was a pleasure and he is Bo Marchanti the streak man the iron man 25 years running three or more miles per day what a streak congratulations to Bo and thank you for listening to this latest edition of Tellage Talks you can please rate subscribe or wherever you get your podcasts See if you can tout us on social media as well. Thanks very, very much for listening. Thank you to Bo. Bo knows running. And we hope to see you the next time on Tellage Talks.